discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. The power. Yes, thank you. For all that you have done, Lord. Thank you for the oneness you have given to us. The same spirit you have given to us. Yes, thank you for the financial support, the financial supply you have given. We are grateful. We are thankful. Thank you that you are going to do more. You are going to do greater things. Yes. Yes, thank you. Our hearts and minds are full of thanksgiving. We just want to say thank you for what you have done. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What a blessing. I want us to celebrate all our pastors, Pastor Mark, Pastor Gideon, Pastor Max, Pastor Eden. Am I missing someone? Wow. I feel, I feel so blessed to be here. Yeah. Yes, it's a blessing. I want us also appreciate all our shepherds, all our leaders, all those who are pushing, pulling, who are here. It's a blessing. Hallelujah. Please, you may kindly take your seat in heavenly places. God bless you all for your tireless work. Okay? Yes. I mean, this is not a small thing. It's a very huge thing. Yes. It's a very huge thing. You know, and it's just nice seeing it for the first... For me, this is my first time being here. Yeah. When I came, the first time I came here, there was nothing here. We're, we're now trying to see if we, could, we can buy it. We didn't know if we had money to buy it. You know, so for God to supply money to buy and supply money to to build, to get to this point, it's a blessing. The bigger the term is going to come very soon. Always remember to respect small beginnings. Yes, always remember to. When I stood here, the first scripture that came to me is Psalm 105. And I want to just show it to you. It's a prophetic word for, for this church. Let me read from verse 7. Psalm 105, verse 7. It says, He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He has remembered his covenant forever. The word which he commanded to a thousand generations. Which covenant he made with Abraham and his oath unto Isaac. And confirmed the same unto Jacob for a law. And to Israel for an everlasting covenant. He's talking about how God, you know, the covenant that God made with Abraham and how it's, it went on and on and on and on and on. 
Okay? Then it says, saying unto, saying, unto thee will I give the land of Canaan. So land is very important. That's a, it's called the theology of land. There's a whole theology of land. The whole Bible is about land. Can you imagine? Yes. Asase. Land. So when God gives you a land, he has given you something very important. Yeah. yeah. Land and building. God told Abraham, come, I'm taking you from your father's house to a land that I will show unto you. Yes. And that land is in contention up to date. Do you see? Yes, up to date. Yes. And God wanted a house built for him. So when a house is built for the Lord, it's very, it's too great. There was a day Jesus was told that um, one centurion's servant was ill. This is, I think, Luke chapter 6. And the rulers of the synagogue came to tell Jesus about it. In fact, the man sent them to come and come and talk to Jesus about his sick servant, not his daughter or his wife, his servant that was dear unto him. You know, and they said that the man has built unto us, he has built for us a synagogue. He has built, he, they said he loves our nation. Luke 7, rather, verse 5. They said that he loves our nation. Can you look for it, please? Can you put it up? Luke 7, verse 5. Eh? This, this is what they, they said to Jesus. For he loveth our nation, and he has, he has showed his love for our nation by building for us a synagogue or a temple or a church. He has built a church building for us. Yeah. Go up. Go to verse 4. They said he is worthy. Eh? And when they came to Jesus, they besought him instantly saying that he was worthy for whom he should do this. This guy is worthy. When you build God a house, when you build God a church, when you buy God a land, when you do certain things for the Lord, you become worthy of certain types of attention from the Lord. Yeah, it's amazing. So, I, I mean, the Lord is telling me to tell you that you have gained his attention a, on a certain level. Yeah, everybody, I mean, if you are, if you are here, the Lord is going to tell you. You can record it and put it down. Yes. It's going to be the beginning of many testimonies. Jesus will walk into your room. You walk into your house. And when Jesus is around, you'll be shocked. Yes. When Jesus is in your boat, you can have peace. When he shows up on the scene, whatever he says happens. You may have told all night prior to this time, like, like Peter, maybe you, throughout the, you have been suffering for many years, many things have not been working. Jesus has come into your life. Yes. On another platform altogether. Because of what you have done, because of the time you have spent, the money you have spent, the, the energy you have spent, Yes. To do these things. Oh, I tell you. The Lord is going to do some things, some nice things for you. Yes. That is what God is telling me to tell you. Yeah. He said, he is worthy. For he loveth our nation and he has built us a synagogue. And when they said that, Jesus didn't say, what do you mean? He stood up immediately to go and go and heal the guy's servant. Yeah. Then Jesus went with them. He didn't ask any questions. He just moved because he said that if he has built us a synagogue, he favors your cause. He favors the cause of God. Yes. 
He says, those who take pleasure in the stones and in the dust of Zion shall be blessed. Yeah. Have you ever read that scripture before? Let me look for it and show it to you. Sit down for two minutes. Yes. Wow. wow. Psalm 102, eh? Yeah, Psalm 102. Yes. Let go up. Let's read it properly. Go up to. Yeah. Look at it. From verse 13. It says, Thou shalt arise and have Psalm 102, verse 13. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion. Why? For the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. And you know that we are, the, we are Zion. If you read in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22, the Bible lets us know. Look at Hebrews 12, 22. Do you like what I'm telling you? I'm just speaking to you prophetically. Okay? It's very important that you hear prophetic words. Yes. So that you know you have compass in life. It gives you a compass, a direction, something to refer to. That because of A, B, C, D, that God said, therefore I'm going along this particular line. And this is what is going to happen in my life. Do you understand? Yeah. So he says that, but you are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. He says you have come to an innumerable company of angels. Next verse. You see, I don't know if you've noticed. It says, but you are come unto where? Mount Zion. So we have arrived in Mount Zion. And the Bible ma- makes us know that we are actually Mount Zion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We, are, we are part of Mount Zion. Do you see? We, we belong to Mount Zion. We are, we are born from Mount Zion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So he says that the set, the set time, go back to one, Psalm 102, what we're reading. I just mentioned this to let you know that when he talks about Zion, he's referring to you. Okay? He says, thou shall arise and have mercy upon Zion. So there's a time when God has mercy on his people. He says, it is time for you to have mercy. Then he says, for, for the time to favor her, Yea, the set time is come. It's like there's a set time for your favor. There's a set time for, you know, and favor is in many directions, in many forms. Favor is, I mean, to be married is favor. You need favor to be married. Yes. See as thou, uh, when he says, when a man findeth a, a, a wife, he finds a good thing and obtains what? Favor from the Lord. Yes. So finding a wife, having a wife is a blessing. Yes. Having a husband is a blessing. It's a sign that God has favored you. So the Lord is telling me to tell you that he's favoring you. Bishop Ziki, you are welcome. Bishop, please, you are welcome. You can come. Please help us welcome Bishop Ziggy from the First Love Center in Tamale. As of you are welcome, please. You can have a seat. It's good to have you. Wow. Please, you can have a seat. Thank you. Yeah. So God sent me all the way to come and tell you, okay, that it is time to favor you. Why? Because you have built him something. You have built him a church. You have, you have done something for him. Wow. Yeah. The set, for the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. Next verse. For thy servants take pleasure in her stones, the stones of Zion, and favor the dust thereof. Like you, you like the stones of Zion. <laughs> you like the stones that make up the building of God's house. Yeah. Some of you are carrying stones, carrying blocks, carrying sand. Sand, I mean. Pastor David, you're also welcome. It's good to see you. Yeah. You are carrying stones, carrying cement, blocks, six inches block. Hey! Yeah. 
I tell you, breaking stones. The Lord says to tell you that because you have set his house as prime in your life, he too is going to favor you. Yeah. You see, there are no, there's no favoritism with God. But when the Bible describes three types of love, okay, three levels of God's love. In John 3.16, the Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That describes the first level of God's love. God's love for all of humanity. For God so loved the world, he gave. You see, Romans chapter 5, verse 8. Look at Romans chapter 5, verse 8. But God commended his love toward us, in that while we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. This is the, the first level of God's love, his love for all, his love for sinners, his love for the, a world full of sinners. 1 John 3.16. Look at 1 John 3.16. There's John 3.16, and there's also 1 John 3.16, and they say practically the same thing. Yes. Hereby perceive we the love of God. By this we know the love of God. How? Because he laid down his life for us. Who is the us? Every sinner in the world. You see, Jesus is God's proof of love. The fact that he sent his only begotten son to come and die for the whole world. Okay? It's a very great, it's too great. And Jesus, like I said, didn't die for sinners. He didn't die for Christians. He died for sinners. If you think you are not correct, you are the one Jesus died for. I feel like going to preach to the other church or something. Should I go? You are here. I, I almost went to the other church. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he came to die for what? For sinners. That's his first love. That's the first level of his love. For all. For all sinners. For everyone. But then when you become a child of God, when you become born again, there's another type of life, love he also sustains towards you. When you become born again, there's another type. It's different from the first one. The first one is to all sinners, but the second one is to his children. So 1 John 3, 1. Look at 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. Try to do this before. Never, don't, stop. Don't do it, okay? Mm-hmm. Try not to. Stop, oh, sister. <laughs> oh, you ain't hearing me. You ain't hearing me, okay. It's fine. Okay, you thought I was still preaching. It's a blessing. Try, never, never do that again, okay? Always said the water before. Yeah. When the word of God is coming, nobody is important. Only God is important. So you have to try and give God that kind of respect. Okay? Yes. Look at this. It says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has what? Bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. So when you become a son of God or you become a child of God, there's another type of love that the Father bestows upon you. I think this for what manner? It's a, it's a, it's a different manner. It's a different type. What manner? Behold, see with the eye of the Spirit. What manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Do you see? Therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Do you see? Yes. Look at the next verse. Then it says, Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Do you see? So when you become a child of God, a son or a daughter of God, God has a special love that he has for you because you are now begotten of him. Do you see? Uh-huh. You are now, be- the Bible says in James 1 verse 8, it says, of his own will, of God's own will, he gave birth to us. So, the love that, I don't know if you, if, if the love your father has for you is the same as the love he has for the people on the streets. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. 
he, he, your father, your natural father, your earthly father has a certain type of obligation towards you. Like a certain type of responsibility towards you because you are, you came from him. He has your genes. He has, you have his genes. So it's like he has to pay your school fees. You see, because you're a child of God, it's like God has to pay your school fees. God has to make sure some things are sorted out for you. God has to make sure you are secured. You are, you are sheltered. You are protected. You are preserved in a certain way. Do you see? Of his own will, of God's own will begat or gave birth to us. Of his own will, gave he birth to us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first, of first fruits of his creatures. So it's different. The, the love he sustains towards us is very, very different. Do you see? It's like he has a certain type of responsibility towards us. Like he has to take care of you. He has to supply your needs. That is why you can stand and pray and you have answers to your prayers. You can make requests and then it happens. It starts happening in a certain way. Someone who is not born again, even though has God, God has a certain type of love towards him, it's not the same. It's different. The love that God has for him is seen in him accepting, in giving Jesus Christ to him. You see, if he accepts that love, then he's brought into the second level where God now takes responsibility for your life. Yes. Where you can start making certain types of requests and it to be answered. Where the Lord starts taking care of you in a certain way. Yeah, you see that there are Christians who are, they've been involved in accidents and they don't say Jesus and then they just vanish from the bus. Yeah, people have wild testimonies. Yeah, because the love that God has for them is different. Do you see? One of our guys was, was, was you know, they were kidnapped. The bus, they kidnapped their bus. And they were, I tell you, in Ghana, you know, and they were trying to kill them some things. And then he just, all of a sudden, the bands around his hand just went off. Yes, and it untied some people and they were able to run away. Can you imagine? Yeah. Suddenly, I, they were just there. The thing was untied. It was like something fell on the people. Because it's a child of God, you were exempted. Why? Because the love of God for you is different. Do you get it? It's different. John chapter 1, verse 11 and 12 makes you know that you are excluded from certain things because you are a child of God. You see, he says, he came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him to them... He gave the power to become the sons of God. Do you understand that? That means that now you are God's child. To them, he gave the right, the authority to become the sons and daughters of God. Then he says, even to them that believe on his name. So if you believe in his name, now you are his son, now you are his daughter. Then he says, children who are not born, which were born not of blood. So now you don't, you are not, you are not, your, your blood type is not from your father or your mother any longer. That is why family curses and those things should not follow you. Do you get it? Uh-huh. It should not follow you by the grace of God. Yeah, so all you need to do as a child of God is to identify more with God and his family rather than identifying more with your natural family. You always say, that's for me and my family. That's for me, where I come from. It's very difficult. My village people. Yeah, there's a whole movie on it now. Eh? My village people. It's a very, my village people is very difficult. Someone said, you are suffering from village people. You are suffering. Your problem is village people. Someone said, my destiny has been locked up in a room in, in my village. Now, when you become born again, your destiny is in God's hand and in your hand. Yes. Are you seeing what I'm talking about? Yes. We are different. Which we are born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. So God, because God gave birth to you, he has a certain type of love. It's very different. Then out of God's children... There are those who return his love to him. There are those who love him back. Who have learned, Because you can have four children and you realize that two of them really like you and two of them do not like you. Even though you are paying their school fees, 
you are supplying all their needs. You are taking them to school. You are doing everything. You are taking them to America. Every holidays, you are bringing them, but they don't understand what you are doing. They don't know that you use money. Maybe they think that you use water to pay for the things. Do you see? They don't understand that you use money to pay for their up, upkeep to go to do all the things and nice. They don't understand that the house they are living in, it didn't come out of blowing air. And then it came. And then what? All the rooms came. It doesn't work like that, brother. Yeah. When a child starts understanding what is around him and the supply that he has, you must you start appreciating your parents. Yeah. A child who, who insults his father or mother is not wise. There's something wrong with you. You are suffering from a certain type of disease. Yes, it's a it's, it's mental, a certain mental. Yeah, there's something wrong with you. You, you just don't understand. You, you can get angry with your father because of what he did. You say your father has three wives. Do you know what you are going to do in your future? You should be praying for your father rather than saying some things about your father. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you already have four girlfriends. And you are talking about your father who has three wives. He has three wives. You have four girlfriends. In the university. You are in the university. Mercy on your head. <laughs> yeah. When you start seeing the supply... The natural thing it's that, that is triggered in you is appreciation. You start appreciating them. And you start loving them back. And you start doing what they want you to do. You start respecting them by following what they want you to do. Do you see? And when, as soon as you start doing that, their love for you also changes. So there's a third level of God's love. That's found in Romans chapter 8 verse 28. People quote this verse, but it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. And we know that all things were together for good to them that love God. To them that what? There are a lot of children of God who don't love God. How do we know you love God? By doing what he wants you to do. Show me your love by your actions. Show working. Talk is cheap. Is it like Casa Enframa, right? Talk is eh. Show working. If you love God, then you will do certain things for him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. So those who love God have all things working together for their good. It's not everybody. It's those who love God. So when you start to learn how to reciprocate the love of God back to him, okay, then God also starts making some things happen for you. When you start learning to work with your father and helping your father in a certain way, you see that his will will start changing. His will will start changing. Mm, sometimes by the, before you are born, the will is already written. As you are growing, then the will starts changing. Uh-huh. The will, he will just call his lawyer. I want you to give this property to this, my son. And give this. I remove this one. Remove. <laughs> hey, remove this one. And put this one there. Yeah. Why? Because you are reciprocating the love that he has for you. Yeah. And that's what God also does. He also starts removing some people. I don't know if you've ever heard of better neighbor. Yeah. David was called a better neighbor with respect to Saul. Because of the kind of love David had for God. For many years, Saul was king and the Ark of Covenant was in the forest of Kejajarim. It was left in the forest. And he was king in Israel, in Jerusalem. Just enjoying the pomp and the pageantry. 
I'm king, I'm king. But David as a small boy was thinking about the Ark of Covenant. And when he became king, one of the first things he did was to go and bring the Ark of Covenant from the forest. Yeah. Because of his love for the Lord. Do you see? Yeah. Yeah. God starts firing some people. You see? And replacing them with you. Giving you certain types of responsibilities. Certain types of inheritances that people don't, people don't understand. People start criticizing you. And start behaving in a certain way about, around you. Yeah. They don't know that you have tapped into reciprocating the love of God back to him. That is what happens. You, you can't do some of these things if you don't love God. Yeah. You can't build, you can't carry sand and carry what blocks. No, no, no. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a show that you don't, your love for the Lord is not there. You don't come to sight. What do I come to do on sight? What do I come to do on sight? I'm not coming. I need more people. You type what? Yes, pastor. And you don't show up. Yeah, that's why I me mean, these days I tell people, don't write yes, pastor, or yes, daddy. Don't say that. If you are coming, come. Don't say, I'll put the instruction there. Stop writing yes, daddy, yes, daddy, yes, daddy, yes, daddy, yes, daddy, yes, daddy. Yes, daddy. Don't, don't stop it. <laughs> if you are coming, come. Stop writing. Wow. wow. Yeah. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Look at First Corinthians 2, 9. It's also another scripture. Yeah, for those who love, who retain his love. Yes, those who love God. But as is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for them, that word. So those who don't love him, there's no eye, there's nothing that I has not seen. Yeah, we've seen everything. Whatever will happen in your life, we've already seen it before. Normal life. There's nothing extraordinary. There's nothing that we have not heard that we are going to hear. It's, not, it's the old things that... So they, that's why there are a lot of Christians who don't have big things happening for them. They don't have great things happening for them. It's nothing supernatural. It's normal all the time. And they are wondering what is going on. It's because your love for the Lord no, is very low. Yeah. You like what I'm saying or you don't like what I'm saying? Yeah. Should I go and preach somewhere or I should keep preaching? I should keep preaching this one. Or I should change the message? Yes, I tell you. Charlie, your love for the Lord, the Lord must keep increasing as the year goes by. Increasing and increasing. No, 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 no. It's not about what? No, what is going to church? Going to church is powerful. But you have to, you have to go beyond that. Do you see? You see, the, your, your soul, God must win. You must allow the Lord to win your soul on a lot of levels. Do you see? Soul winning is a very long something. When you get born again, and you, come, you start coming to church. You see, one of the things that your soul must be worn into is coming to church even. On your own, without anybody having to bring it. Even when it's raining. What is rain? If you are going to visit your beloved or your girlfriend, it can be raining. You will, you will be there. You will be there. <laughs> you know someone. Yeah? I also know someone. <laughs> you will go without a problem. No matter how far it is. Yeah. I know someone who stood behind the flood and said, should I, should I cross? Should I, should I come? Hey! <laughs> it's wild. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. There are things that God has prepared for those who love him. Those who learn to return his love back to him. Yes. Yes. It's wild. Yes. And what has been done here is a show that collectively as a church, there's a certain kind of love that you have for God. 
Yes. There's a certain kind of commitment that you have for God. Yeah. So God is saying, God is telling me to tell you that He's just going to favor you. Yes. Many doors are going to open for you. Yes. To the glory of God. I just came to come and say some prophetic words to you. Yes. That some doors are being flung open for you. Because of your love for the Lord. You see, because of what you have done, the Lord is just flinging some doors open for you. Yes. Secret doors are being opened for you. Yeah. yeah. God is going to build you a house too. You see, maybe you don't know, but it's a promise. Let, sit down and let me tell you. It's one of the promises of God. Okay? He says, I'm bringing you to a place where you have houses that you did not build. Wells that you did not dig. Yes. Deuteronomy. Chapter 6. Verse 10. And it shall come, it shall be, when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities, which thou buildest not. So God can give you cities you didn't build. Yes, cities you didn't build. Can you imagine? When you talk, some cities respond to you. Yes. Some, it's like, it's like um, Bishop Dag. You know, going to certain countries. And then, I mean, the city is responding to it. It's a blessing from the Lord. Yeah. It's first time there. Yeah. I remember the Madagascar Crusades, for instance. I mean, plenty of people. It was his first time going there. Plenty of people. Difference, he goes here, people are gathered. He goes here, people are gathered. You see? Yeah. So God, God is telling me to tell you that he's giving you cities. Jesus. Like the business that you are going to be, you are doing, it will, be, it will be in this city, it will be in that city, it will be here, it will be here, it will be there, it will be there. It's a blessing we are enjoying practically. Can't you see that it's a blessing we are enjoying practically? It's in the Bible. So me, when I see it in the Bible, I claim it for myself. It's in the Bible. It says, I'm giving you cities that you did not build. Yeah. So I don't have it in my mind that we'll go to a city and then it will not work. Like we'll go to, maybe we'll go to Sunyan, it will not work. Or we'll go to this place. It's not part of my thought processes. Yes, It will work everywhere. It will work in every country. It will work in every city of the world. Why? Because the Lord says he's giving you cities which you did not build. Goodly cities. Not bad, good cities. Like the goodness of the city will respond to you. The prosperity of the city will come to you. The nice people of the city will come to you. The terrible people of the city will come to you and then you will change them. So God says, I should tell you that because you have favored his house, okay, because you have favored the stones of Zion, yes, he's also giving you cities. Receive cities in the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive goodly cities in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes. Cities you did not build. Cities you will not labor for. When you step there, they're just given to you. Yes. Your company will start working there. Your children can prosper there. Everything you do there will prosper. Including the city in which you are now. This is the first city God has given to you. And he's giving you many more cities. Many more cities. Many more missionaries are going to rise from this place. And go to other cities and do other works for the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, it's happening practically in your life. Look at the next verse. But maybe it's the cities you don't like. Because you can't think, you can't, you can't picture it. Yeah. But it's a great blessing. Yeah. I was in the US some time ago. When I arrived, I was carried in a certain type of car. Yeah. To a, to a certain type of place. Yeah. It's very expensive places. It's just flying from one city to another. 
in one day i flew to about three states yeah i went here for some hours i went here for some hours i went here you know and then i started preaching in some of the places go and preach and i go and preach i'll go and preach i'll go yeah cities gorgeous i mean when you get there you are not you don't have to walk around do you see when you get to london you don't have to walk around you are now finding what what can i do what would i no i mean when you arrive the city receives you in a certain way as a king or as a queen receive that blessing because you have favored the house of god because you have done something for the lord listen there are blessings let's sit down for two minutes the problem with a lot of christian workers people who work for god okay is a problem of not receiving the blessings of god for themselves so you can see a pastor who has worked for god and is, and is suffering or a shepherd who has been working for god for a long time and is suffering do you see because you see the 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 blessings of faithfulness must be accessed by faith you're working for the lord is your faithfulness to god you see your faithfulness is primarily to god all that we are doing is all that this pastor these pastors are doing here or these shepherds are doing they are not doing it for me what can i can't pay you have i paid you before i can't pay you how much i even love economy church they don't, they don't have they paid you before they don't pay you even you that they are paying they don't pay you much what they pay, you can't even move you from here to Axim. <laughs> bas, bas. One trip, Christ, I It's not going to work. Yeah, I tell you. Yeah. It won't reach. It won't do. <laughs> wow. wow. So you cannot look up to the system. To like, it should just drop some things on you. It doesn't work. Yes. You'll be greatly disappointed. Greatly disappointed. You must learn to look up to God. Okay? And amazingly, God supplies when you work. When you do, like what I'm saying now, okay? It's like I'm just saying words. But actually, this is what God is saying. Like because of what you have done, he says, I'm giving you cities. Yeah. When every, enter, every city you enter, you'll be received in a certain way. you received as a rich man, not as a pauper. Yeah. It's a blessing from God though. I'm telling you. It's a blessing. When I go to Nigeria, I'm received in a certain way. Yeah. The city receives me. Whether I know anybody though, I don't know. It's received in a certain way. Yes. Hmm. So receive that blessing. Your faithfulness brings you a lot of blessings. A lot of blessings. And God pays. God pays more than you can, you can ever imagine. Okay? Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. I've been saying this in some of the places I've been going to because I know it's something that God keeps bringing to me to share with you. He says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder. Always remember that God is a rewarder. He's into rewards. He's into giving wages. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When you love him like that and you are, doing, you are seeking him in a certain way, seeking his counsel, seeking what he wants you to do, you don't, just, you don't want to just grab... Okay, or find a beloved. You you want to find out what God wants you to do, not at this juncture. I'm 30. I need to get a, a beloved. Or I'm 25 or 22. I need to get, and then you just move. No, as you are seeking Him, He knows that you are seeking Him concerning various things, and He is a rewarder. He's a rewarder. You must understand that He's a rewarder. First Corinthians chapter five verse fifty-eight. Look at First Corinthians five fifty-eight. These are scriptures in the Bible. Hmm? Quickly, please. What did I say? Fifteen fifty-eight, not five. Fifteen. First Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight. There's no five fifty-eight. Fifteen fifty-eight. It says, "Therefore, my beloved brethren, 
Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. So when it comes to the work of the Lord, you are expected to abound. You are, you are expected to keep increasing, not reduce as the years go by. Do you see what you are doing this year? What you have done this year? Next year you should do times five. Jesus. Yes, that's why we must move on to the bigger cathedral. Yeah, we have to move on to the bigger cathedral. What it means is that we have to give more. Yeah, one of the things God does when you are someone who returns his love to Him, when you one of the ways to show that you return your love, the love that God has for you back to Him, is by giving to Him. Do you see? Keep your finger here. Go to Second Corinthians. Chapter 9, verse 6. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6. But this I say, he that so sparingly, go to the next verse. Verse 7. Yes, this one. Every man according as he purposes in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly, nor of necessity. For God loveth a cheerful giver. God has a special love for those who give. Do you see? He loveth what? A cheerful giver. Look at the Amplified. He says, for God loves, he takes pleasure in, prizes above other things. Can you imagine that God prizes some people above other people? Wow. Yes. That is why, don't never, never think that, um, what I'm going to say is sensitive, but I, want, I have to say it. Okay. Never think that we are all the same. We are not all the same. They are bands and they are ligaments in the body of Christ. If you honor them, God will bless you. If you don't honor them, God will also not, will also not mind you in a certain way. There were many people, okay, in the city where Aeneas in Acts chapter 9 was. But when they heard Peter was around, they called for him to come and come and pray. Not, not, not Aeneas, uh, is it Dorcas? Dorcas, right? Yes, that city where Dorcas was, when she died. When Dorcas died, they heard that Peter was nearby. So they called for him, for him to come and pray for the lady. And when he prayed, the lady came up. Do you think the believers that did not try to pray for her? They tried, but it didn't work. Why? Because there are people who have, it's like they have God's ears in a certain way. Because of some things that they have done. Some sacrifices that they have done. Are you in the church? Or some love that they have for God. It's different. It's not the same. Do people become bands and ligaments in the body of Christ? And supply on a certain level for the people in the body of Christ. Okay? Yes. God chooses people like that. And there are people whose um, position with God allows God to do that with them. And one of the ways to have God prize you above others, okay, is by your giving. I'm sorry, but that's, that's the truth. That's the truth. It's like your, your giving makes a world of a difference. Yes. Your giving makes up. If you give gradually, it's like you are not serious. If you give bountifully, God is interested in you. Yeah. Go back to that place where we're reading. Second Corinthians chapter 9. Yes. He takes pleasure in, prizes above other things, and is unwilling to do, to abandon or to do without. God is what? Unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful, joyous prompt to do its giver. Whose heart is in his what? His giving. Can you imagine? Yeah. It's wild though. It's very serious. God is unwilling to abandon. Yes. He's unwilling like he can't abandon you. Why? Because of your giving. 
This person is precious. Ezekiah told God, do you remember what I've done for you? Do you remember what I've done in your house? How can I die now? You have to do something about it. 15, and God gave him 15 more years. 15 more years. Yeah. Why? Because the guy had done certain types of things for the Lord. So don't joke with your working for the Lord. Do you understand? So that don't joke with it at all. You have to be very serious with it. Yeah. Bishop was leading a, a, a prayer during the Good Friday and was talking about the residue of your life. Yeah. The rest of your life. It can just be cut short. You see? It's like, it's like having a, 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 a goat in your house. And the goat keeps shouting every day. A goat is behind your house, is shouting all the time. Meh, meh, meh. I mean, what do you think will happen to that goat? Before you realize, the goat is, uh, is in the soup. Isn't it? So that the voice can be silenced. For everybody to have peace of mind. Yeah, there are some people in the body of Christ who are like those goats. They keep shouting like... It's like God can do without you. Yes, they'll shave you. <laughs> they'll shave you up. Yeah. And there are some people to who God cannot do without. It's like they are very important. Yes. Pillars, I tell you, ligaments, bands, joints that supply. Yes. Places where cells are formed. Yes. Places where regeneration of the body is dependent on. Marrow, like things are from those places. Are you see what I'm talking about? Hmm. So you want, you want to get to that, those, those types of places. Yes. And one of the ways to do that is by giving. It's by your giving. Now, back to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. He says that we should abound. Can, you read the, can we read the Amplified of this verse? So I came to tell you that you have done something, but we need to abound. We need to do more. Because the blessings are a lot. The blessings are a lot. Okay? Many blessings. And I'm going to show you how to cash in on the blessings in a few minutes. Okay? Therefore, my beloved brethren, be firm, steadfast, immovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always abounding in the work of the, of the Lord. He says, always being superior. Excelling. Doing more than enough. More than enough. More prayer. Don't say I prayed two hours some months ago. More prayer. More prayer. As the days are going by, more. More fastings. More sanctification. Don't say, oh, that lady, I didn't sleep with that lady the last time, so I'm okay. But this time around, Lord, have you know that now, I mean, I've done some. We are boys, I've done some. Now we are going to continue. Yeah, we have to abound. So we're abounding this error. What are you talking about? God is expecting you to sanctify yourself even more as the years is going by. Reduce the pornography to the barest minimum. Some people don't like what we are saying. Reduce it. And rather abound in fastings, abound in prayers, abound in, in, in the work of the Lord. Like do something for the Lord. Shepherding, shepherd some one or two people. Let some people stay in the house of God because of your presence. Do you see? Yes. Let yourself work. Doing more than enough in the service of the Lord. Then he says, knowing. Knowing. You have to know it. If you don't know it, you will not, you will not. Some people don't know, so they don't do what they are supposed to do. Knowing and being continually aware that your labor in the Lord is not futile. All the things you do for the Lord is not futile. It is never wasted or to no purpose. It is never wasted or to no purpose. Knowing, you have to know it. 
You have to know that God is a rewarder. You have to know that God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Because of your giving, because of what you have done for him, because of the buildings that you have put up, because of the, 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 the shepherding that you are doing. All those things come with rewards. And there are earthly rewards to it apart from the heavenly rewards. Yes. Yes. Look at Mark chapter 10, verse 29. Let's do 28 so that we can understand even more. Then Peter began to say unto them, unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, He says, We have left all and have followed you. Verily I say unto you, There is no man that has left house, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake and the gospels. But he shall receive an hundredfold. Where? Now, now where? In this time. In this time. He says, He shall have houses. He shall have brethren. He shall have sisters. He shall have mothers. He shall have children. He shall have lands. Then he says with persecution because people don't understand. People will not understand how you are. How come you, small boy, how come you are sitting? I just visited a certain pastor, a friend of mine. Young guy, he's just 34 or 35. And his house, you see, he's living in a house that is almost about $800,000. Yeah, just by shepherding people and being a preacher. Yeah. Yeah, he was telling about something. They bought a property for $1.8 million. Wow. And they paid $1.4 million cash down. The people were confused. The company they were, they were buying the property from was confused. Are you, what are you doing? You have cash? They say, we have cash. Is your money missing? Is your money missing? Is your money missing? Is your money missing? $1.4 million cash by serving God, making certain types of sacrifices for God. Yes, certain types of sacrifices for God. Yeah. Are you in the church? Hmm. Yeah. So it pays to serve God. Yes. When you do some of these things, God blesses you. I mean, things have happened. I, you may not know, but things have happened. There's so much in your heavenly account. There's so much. Houses, there's a house in your heavenly account. And that's what I came to tell you. Like, because you have built God a house. David said, it was in my house, it was in my heart to build the, the house of the Lord. And God built him a, God, God built David a house because it was in his heart to build God a house. Yeah. So when it comes to your mind, like, let's do something for the Lord. When it just comes to your mind, let's do something for the Lord. Let's, let, let's do, let's expand. Let's expand. We can have more people in the church than we have now. Let's, let's try and do more. What you are, you are cutting blessings, I tell you. Yes. And I'll show you some in Deuteronomy chapter 6. If you remember. Do you remember I was showing you something in Deuteronomy chapter 6? Yes. Houses. We read verse 10. That, that had the cities you did not build. Goodly cities. And then now houses. And houses. This, I'll give you how Jesus also said it. He says you shall have houses. Lands. Sisters. Brethren. I have many brothers now. Yeah. I have many. In, on, in, in the natural I have four brothers. Do you see? And eight sisters. I'm blessed. I have a big family. I'm in a very big family. Yeah. For eight sisters, four brothers. Yeah. Twelve. Plus me, thirteen. Yeah. What a shock. But I've gotten more brothers and sisters. Yeah. Everywhere I go, I have brothers and sisters there. Can you imagine? Yes. Brothers, sisters, houses. Eh? And houses full of all goods which thou fillest not. Like God, God says, I'm giving you houses that you did not, you did not buy. With things, with couches that you did not, you did not buy. Receive a couch in your house that you did not buy. Receive a phone that you did not buy. 
Yeah. Yeah. Some people think that, oh, I, I receive everyone, I mean, all these church folks. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I tell you. Me, I'm living in a house I did not buy. I'm, I'm sitting in couches I did not buy. Yeah, I'm, the TV I watch, I did not buy it. I, there, there are a lot of things that are, the house I mean, I didn't buy even a single thing. Yeah. Yeah. Even the dress I'm wearing, I didn't buy it. You need a joke with what I'm telling you. I said, receive houses you did not buy. Receive clothes you did not buy. Receive shoes that you did not buy. Receive phones and tablets that you did not buy. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Receive nice things. Plain tickets you did not buy. Cars you did not buy. I've never bought a car in my life. That I'm buying a car for myself. I've never done some before. I've never done some before. But God has blessed me with many cars. And I've dashed many cars. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. How? By just serving God. Serving God and learning to cash in. You see, learning to cash in. Yeah, God, you need to learn to cash in. Because the blessings, as I'm speaking to you now, blessings is just, I mean, there are angels here who are throwing, they are throwing houses at you like the pump. Throwing cars at you. Every time, everything I say, you are just throwing something to you. That's what is happening in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, houses and shoes are being thrown to you like this. Yeah. Belts, belts are being thrown to you. Boxer shorts. Boxer shorts are being thrown at you. That boxer shorts that, that you have worn for the last five years and it's torn. The Lord is giving you new, brand new boxer shorts in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. The panties that are torn, the Lord is changing them for you. The Lord is changing them for you. Yeah. To the glory of God. Oh, yeah. Hey! <laughs> Razia that has a lot of a lot of alterations. Hey! Receive new braziers in the name of Jesus. What a blessing. Yeah. As I'm talking to you, a lot of things. Yes. God is favoring you. Yeah. I've been in meetings where they were saying this. I just received it. And it's happened practically in my life. It's happened practically in my life. Yeah. In 2017, Bishop Black did the meeting, uh, give thyself holy. You know, Bishop Dad said to Archbishop next son, don't think that it's God's your head, that's why I'm mentioning him. It's something that we do, we flow. And he was, he was, he, 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 the title was, when I sent you, lacked anything. And he was declaring, receive cement bags, receive iron rods, receive, at that time we were on our first project. I was just receiving. By God's grace, this is like our sixth or seventh project. By the grace of God. From that time. From that time. Yeah. So don't think that, oh, these things, oh, they are just saying words. Hey, everything in this world came out of words. Everything. Even you, you came out of words. Yeah. They, you, you are not a sperm and you are not an egg. You came, we all came from the word of God. How do you mix two fluids and then get a human being like you? It's, 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 it's wild. Yeah. Bones come out. Everything can kidneys form, lungs form, everything. It's from the word of God. Yes. It's from the word of God. Yeah. So when words are being spoken to you, and don't joke with it at all. Yes. The dry bones came together because of the words that were spoken over it. Dry bones that had no, there was nothing there. They all came back to life because of words that were spoken. 
So I said, receive a cow, receive a house, receive, receive shoes, receive, receive a house you did not build, receive a couch you did not buy. Yes. It is a set time for you to be favored. It is a set time for you to be favored. Oh yes, it is a set time for you to be favored. When God was talking to Abraham and telling him that he's giving him, he's making him a nation. He was just one person. There was no hope. There was nothing. But God was telling him, I'm making you into a, into, into a mighty nation. Kings shall come out of you. Yes. And it happened practically in his life. Yes. God is telling me to tell you that kings are going to come out of you. You are going to become a great nation. You are going to become an influential person. From the north, you are coming with greatness. Yes. We are coming with power to change a lot of things. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. Now, let me show you briefly before we close. I mean, I hear some people are writing exams in the morning. And they are here. So we have to close. Then tomorrow morning we'll come, okay? How do you cash in on the God's step? I mean, the Lord says, I'm giving you houses full of good things, which thou fillest not. And wells digged. Supply of water. Supply of nourishment. Satisfaction. I mean, no matter how much coke you drink, you still need water. You can be thirsty and coke will not satisfy it. You, ju- you just need water. Yeah, water brings satisfaction. Yeah. So when he says, well, which, are, which you did not dig, what he's saying is that he's bringing you satisfaction. Yes, freshness, refreshment. Yeah. You cannot bath with milk. When, you bath, when hot water passes your body, it's like something, it's like something has happened to you. Yes, it's like medicine. It just affects you in a certain way. Yeah, energy comes. Yeah, water is a blessing. Water is a blessing. Maybe next time I'll come and talk about water. Wow. The blessings of water. Wow. Yeah, <clears throat> it's wild. There's a river in Genesis and there's a river in Revelations. Yeah, the river of the spirit, the water of the spirit for your satisfaction. This is wells which are which you did not dig, eh? Vineyards and olive trees. That's the anointing. He's talking about the anointing, the, the oil. And the wine. Yes. Wine is to make you merry, your heart merry. <laughs> pleasures. God is saying, I'm giving you pleasures that you can't understand. Yeah. Hotels, sleeping hotels you never thought you'd sleep in. Seven star hotels. Five star hotels. Flying in certain types of... I mean, can you believe that? As you're sitting here, one of these days you'll be flying in a private jet. Yeah. All because, all because of your love for the Lord. Yeah. You'll be flying in a private jet. You can't, you can't believe yourself. You can't believe it. What am I doing? How did I get here? Sometimes I get to some certain places and I wonder, how did I get here? Where did I pass to come here? Yeah. When they were saying, receive it. I didn't sit down and say, oh, it's one of those things. I was receiving it. You dare be there. Tell me about you dare be there. Be joking with words. Hey. Hey. Tell me about her. You are joking with words. Then you, are joking, you are joking with your life. Words. Oh. I tell you, I tell you. Yes. Yes. Vineyards, pleasures, nice things, good things, olive trees, that's anointings. There are different types of anointing in this world. Yeah. You think it's a small thing to, to preach. There's an anointing to preach and to teach. To have people standing like this. It's not, it's not normal. You think it's uh, go and preach and see. Yeah. And see if somebody will stand up. Yeah. You see, and uh, start a cell meeting and see if it will work. <laughs> and it is, it is something that works even in your, your place of work. 
when you do a presentation, people stand up and clap. That's the anointing, the teaching anointing. When you explain it, everybody understands. Yeah, and then it brings you promotion. Practically, it brings you promotion. It's not only in church, it's outside of church too. Yeah. When you talk, everybody gets clarity, receives clarity because of the anointing to explain. Yes, it's an anointing to explain, to explain, to teach. Teaching is explaining, ability to explain. The Ethiopian Enoch was reading the Bible, he couldn't understand. Philip was sent by the Holy Ghost when he got there. From the scripture he was reading, same scripture, he began to explain. And as he began to explain, the man received understanding and got born again. Yeah. So receive anointings to teach. Yes, anointings to preach and to teach. Yes. To preach and to teach. To explain. Yeah. Can you imagine that people are paid to be able to explain things? When we say someone is a diplomat, all he does is to explain things. You don't know. They don't joke with this. Only trees, only trees, only trees. I tell you. Yeah. You explain and then everybody understands. You write it and then it's 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 easy to understand. Receive that grace. Yes. As a nurse, receive it. As a doctor, receive it. Yeah. When you talk to the patients, they, they, they get clarity. When you touch this, the people, they, they have a certain kind of difference. Yes. It's happening practically in your life. Anointing to heal. Yes. Anointing to heal. Even dogs in your house don't fall sick. When there's healing anointing around you, even the dogs in your house don't, they don't fall sick. Nobody falls sick in your house. There's no hospital case. You don't know how how important this anointing is until you have people falling sick all around you. Yeah, you can have five people, everybody's in hospital, and you're moving from here and here and here and here, and you see that you need this kind of only tree to work in your life. Wow. Yes, only trees. Only trees. Yes, which that plants is not. Wow. It's happening practically in your life. He says, and when thou have eaten and you are full, remember, just remember, look at the next verse. Remember where it came from. Hmm? Go to the next verse, please. Then beware lest I forget the Lord. Just remember, remember the Lord all the time, all the days of your life. Remember that it is He who is doing these things for you. Which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. He says, I give you the power for to get what, so that you may establish my covenant. Always remember that every blessing you have is for the house of God. Don't start, you are being blessed now, you don't give tithes anymore. You are being blessed now, you don't give offerings anymore. No. You, you, you are what? The tithe is too big. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You, ha- you had one million dollars. A hundred thousand dollars is too big for God. Are you okay? Are you okay? Well, who brought the one million dollars to you? You see, tithe, eh? Tithe is like, let me explain this to you. Tithe is like me sending, I'm in America by the grace of God. And you are in Ghana by the grace of God. <laughs> and then I send you $10,000. You see, I, I tell you, I tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to send, I'm going to be sending $5 million. But I'm sending you 10000 now. When you receive it, send me a 1000 so that I know that your address works. So I can send, I can keep sending the rest. Do you get it? Now, when I send the $10,000 and you don't send the $1,000 back, I don't know that you are, it's like your address has not work. 
you are showing that your address has not worked anyway. So the rest of the money, the 4.99 whatever million is not coming. Yes, that is what it's not going to come because your address, you are showing me your, your address has not worked. So until you tell me that your address works by sending me your thousand, the rest is not coming. All non titles in the house of God are like that. God does not know your address. You are a child of God, but your address is not known in the heavenly realms. It's not known. You are praying, but nothing is happening. Yes. Supply does not come. Yes. It doesn't come. Because we don't know your address. Your GPS signal it doesn't work. And that's what you are saying. I don't I don't have my address. The money you sent, I didn't receive it. I didn't receive it. So, so don't send anything. Don't be sending. So you see that the thing is not coming. When you pull the thing, it doesn't come. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Receive grace to tight. When the, when the millions are coming, receive grace to tight. Receive grace to not say that, oh, it's too much for the house of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, tight will change your life. And the secret is consistency. When it starts the first year, nothing, you don't see anything. Don't worry. Just keep giving. Keep giving. It's the consistency that makes the thing work. If this building was not given a certain kind of consistency, it would not be sitting in it. It is consistency. When you finish the foundation, you've not finished. The foundation is not the building. That's not what you are looking for. You are not looking to sit on the foundation. Just like that. You want to get roof, plastered, whatever, air condition. That's what you are looking for. So if you stop at foundation level because you have given, ah, it has done foundation. I've done, I've done, I'm not saying, I'm not. Rain will beat you. Rain will what? Beat you. Rain will beat you. So it's the consistency. As you are doing it consistently, you see that it starts there's a level where it starts it just I got to that level a long time ago yeah a certain opening like when you see the money just starts coming yeah when you see the money just starts coming I have a friend who can I mean in a month 500,000 Ghana cities whether he's preaching or not preaching 500,000 Ghana cities every month will drop into his account by the grace of God yeah because some years ago when he was doing, he was not seeing anything, but he kept doing it. I remember very well. He was he kept doing it, he kept doing, it. He kept teaching us. Do it, do it. Don't stop. And then he started just an opening, just money. I mean, one day he can just receive a hundred thousand. One day, like when he wakes up in the morning, pay, 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 pay. When you check, fifty thousand, fifty thousand, hundred thousand. Oh yes, oh yes. Yeah. Don't joke with it though. If you are joking with something, you are joking with something very important. If you joke with it, yeah. You, you are joking with something very important. If you place like, oh, this month you don't give it, the next month you give it, then you are making your, 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 you are making it like this. Sporadic. It comes as and when. Because that's when you give as and when you are comfortable. Don't give as and when you are comfortable. Give consistently. Don't cheat God. Don't reduce it by 5%. Some people are giving by it's not 10%. Are giving two percent, one percent. Oh, yeah, I've given my tithe. You are lying. Be careful. Three percent. Be careful. Don't do that. Abound. 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 Tell me about abound. Be consistent. Keep doing it. There's a day coming when the roof will come on. The roof will come on like this. Pop. You realize that if the cloud is full of rain, they empty themselves. There's a day coming when they, you'll be shocked. You will ask yourself, What have I done? What have, I, what have I done? Yeah. By God's grace, I'm on that level where I ask God, what have I done? <laughs> I don't preach for money. By the grace of God, I don't preach for money. 
by the grace of God. Yes. I don't preach for money at all. Whether I'm asleep or I'm awake, it will come. Money is coming because my address is registered. My address is re- completely registered. Yeah. So the supply just keeps coming. Yeah. Let me show you how to receive from God and then we'll go. Okay, sit down for two minutes. Now, how do you, how do, you do it? Because all, the, all these things are bringing the blessings. Eh? They're bringing the blessings. All the blessings are... So it's like you have an, an account. Now, if, if I've sent you $5 million into your account, okay, you, you, it's, it's happening in Jesus' name. And you, you come and tell me that you can't access the money. Or you go to the bank and then you start crying at the bank that they should give you your money. Give me my money. Give me my money. I have $5 million. Give me my money. Give me my money. Why not give me my money? You see, you didn't come with a checkbook. You didn't come with a, an ATM card. You didn't come. I mean, you don't know your account number. You don't. You just come. And then you are just there. That they, you are crying that they should give you your money. How can we give you your money? Well, where is, the, where is your means of withdrawal? Okay? Where is it? Your faithfulness gives you blessings. It's all in the spirit realm. The way to access it physically is by something called faith. And that is where a lot of people are missing it. Faith. Say faith. faith. So let me just use two minutes or three minutes to just explain this to you. Okay? Because God is a rewarder. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10, for instance. says, for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. Do you see? Yes. Look at it. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. Quickly. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. Which you have showed toward his name in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. So because you, you've ministered to the saints and do minister and done things for that. But, I mean, you've made the place. All those who were painting, making sure the carpet was on the floor. Listen, the blessings that God has brought, you have no idea. Oh, Charlie, it's wild though. I wish you could, I wish God would open your eyes for you to see what is, what is happening in another spirit. Yes, so that you see. Sometimes you can't see. That's why Elisha prayed for his servant to see. Yeah, you can't see. You are walking in blessings and you don't even know. Yeah. You are favored. You are highly favored because of some of the things that you do for God. Yeah. Because of your love for God, you are highly, he says he's unwilling to do without or abandon you. God cannot abandon you. Yes. But all that is in the other spirit. Now, how do you have it happening physically in your life? Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Mark eleven twenty-four. Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever, what things soever ye desire. He says, when ye pray, when you pray, he knows that you are going to pray. So he says, when you pray, okay, tell me about when you pray. When you pray. He says, believe that you receive them. Believe it, that you receive them. And then you shall have them. When you pray, believe. So when you pray, Father, I need 5000 to help my budget to be balanced this month. I receive it now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for supply. Devil, I rebuke you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Take your hands off my money because the devil is the God of this world. Do you see? He's the God of this world. And he's a, he's a, when we say world, the world is cosmos. He's the God of this world systems. We rebuke him to take his hands off your, your money and you send your angels to go for the money. Dear Minister, I send you for go and get me the money now in Jesus' name. Thank you, that, thank you, Father, by the end of the week or by the end of the month, all that money comes to me in all forms. I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
Now, that is what you do to receive it in the realm of the spirit. Do you see? Now, after you have prayed and received it like that, you go away thanking God. If a thought comes to your mind, hey, the week is ending. Try the money no show up. The thing no show up. Don't come and come and sit and come and say that God, but I thought I said you should supply my needs. What's all this? Or you start thinking in your mind and start saying, Charlie, this thing doesn't work. We've been asking, we are not receiving, we are not saying anything. Share. You have cancelled everything because what you received is what you are going to have. If you cancel what you have received, it's like ordering something on Jumia or any of these, um, whatever, these uh, uh, Uber or whatever. And then it, as the Uber is coming to you, then you, you cancel the ride. Are you going to move? You are not going to move. When you ordered the ride, the ride was coming. The fact that I have not seen the ride, your car with your physical eyes, does not mean that it is not coming. If you have a good app, you will notice that the thing is, is the car is on the way. And you have a certain kind of assurance because you know that the thing is coming because you made a certain kind of order. So you are, you are not moved. It may take five minutes, it may take ten minutes. Sometimes it's coming and then you see that it's rerouting. It has rerouted because of some traffic, it's gone somewhere. But you are not, two minutes to ten minutes, but you are not moved. You are still there. Stay, you are cool. If you cancel, what have you done? You have canceled the ride. So when you start, you cancel your blessings by complaining, by murmuring, and by saying things you are not supposed to say. Are you in the church? By asking silly questions. John the Baptist asked a silly question concerning Jesus Christ. Yes. He sent his disciples to go and ask Jesus. Are you the one we should be expecting, or we, or we should expect somebody else? Are we? Are we? Are we? Meanwhile, John the Baptist is the witness, is the introducer of Jesus Christ. He introduced Jesus Christ. He saw the evidence of an of an of a, of, a, of a dove lighting on Jesus Christ at the at the baptism. When he saw Jesus, he knew him because of what the sign that God had given to him, and he said that I'm not worthy to baptize you. Can you baptize? Jesus said, No, baptize you for the for us to fulfill all righteousness. I mean, he knew he had seen all these things, but. When he got into difficulty, challenges. when challenges came, he asked a question. He sent to them. Eh? Look, is in Luke, Luke chapter five. Do you are you the one who is coming, or we should, or we should expect somebody else? And Jesus healed blind people, did a lot of things, cured people with palsy, many things, and then he told the people to go and tell John the Baptist what they see, what they have seen. This is the evidence that I am the one. Then he said, blessed is the one who is not offended in me. You see, some of us get offended in God. And then we start, oh, can you show it to me? No, the one in Luke is nicer. Luke 7, rather. Yes. 22. Yeah. Then Jesus answered and said unto them, go your way and tell John what things you have seen and heard. And how that the blind, how that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised to dead, to raised to the poor, the gospel spirit. And blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. Offended in me. You, you, can, you can become something else. Do you see? Because the thing is like it has laid. But the Bible says that he that believeth shall not make haste. If you believe, you are not in a hurry. So the way to cash in on the things that God, and you see now that I'm saying this, don't go and stand Tomorrow morning you wake up. Lord, I need 100,000 Ghana cities by the close of tomorrow. Thank you very much. Ministry spirits, go and go and bring it now in Jesus' name. To buy. 
take your devil, take your hands off my money. What are you talking about? The devil keep his hands off your money, pa. Because you see, you've not had faith for 50 Ghana. And you've not had faith for, for 100 cities. Now you are coming to ask for 100,000. Are you serious? 10 billion. <laughs> no, 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 no. You are going to be offended more. So start from where you are. Do you get it? If you have faith for a hundred, start requesting for a hundred. Air time. Air time. For God to supply your air time. Then you go full well. Then this transportation, this one, gradually, before you realize, you can order for 10,000. You can order for 50,000. You can order for a hundred thousand. Are you in the church? So faith is not assumption. And faith is not foolishness. Faith is like gymming. You don't go to the gym today and you start carrying 50 kilograms. We'll, we'll bury you very soon. <laughs> Your spinal chest. <laughs> are you seeing what I'm talking about? So you start from where you are. Tell me, but start from where you are. Receive, Receive before you can have physically. So Yongicho said, I'm pregnant with a bicycle, I'm pregnant with a chair, and I'm pregnant with a table. You see, because he had prayed about it and he had received it. And he was thanking God. So even though he had not showed forth physically, he was thanking God. So all you do is to thank God. The way for what you have to multiply and for what you want to see to come forth is to start thanking God for what you prayed for. So when it comes to your mind, the thing has not come. Father, thank you that it is, it's, the order is already on the way. I'm waiting. He that believes shall not make haste. Therefore, I'm not, I'm not in a haste. I'm patient. Faith, worketh, faith that worketh by patience. So I'm, I'm, I'm patient. Thank you, Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for supply. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I'm expecting it and I know it will happen in Jesus' name. And you go away cheerful, excited to the glory of God the Father. And you'll be shocked. You see, it's nice when you start seeing it working. When it starts working in your life, you realize that, oh, Charlie, that thing works. Oh. Then you can start ordering for something higher, gradually. This is what I'm talking about. Yes, That's the way to receive. Because after the blessings there, plenty, you'll be shocked at what is in the Lord of the Spirit for you. You'll be surprised. If, if you are told, you'll say it's not true. Plenty. But for it to show up physically here on earth, you need faith. You need faith. How does faith work? That's how I've told you. Believe that you receive them. And then you shall have them. And thank God. If you receive them, then you thank God. Do you see? If I sent you money on your momo, 5,000 cities, and you see, you see 5,000 cities, what do you do? You say thank you. You start rejoicing. You start making plans, isn't it? Is that physical cash? Do you say that it's because it's, a, it's just a momo prompt? It's not physical cash. So until I see the physical cash in my hands, I'll not, I'll not call and say thank you. No. When you, as soon as they send it to you, pimp you request and they send it to you, pimp you, you call, it has come. It's on your phone. It's not physical cash. But you start, you start believing. You start thanking whoever sent it to you. Is it true? Same thing in another spirit. Momo has made us know how the other spirit works. When you make the request, it is sent to you. When you see the alert, start thanking God. Start thanking God before you start, you start moving towards the Momo, Momo vendor. Yes. Don't go to the Momo vendor, cash the money, and then you call. Now I have it. No. The way to having it is by receiving it. When you receive it, you start thanking God. 
Is it powerful? So I see the Lord blessing you on every side. On every side of your life. You will never shed any tear in your life anymore. The Lord is blessing you with the blessings of peace. Yes, peace and joy. Yes, peace and joy. Which is not sold in any market. In any shopping mall. The Lord is blessing you with it. All the things that have made you cry in times past. The Lord is wiping it away completely. And I see you walking in joy and in peace and in prosperity and in stability all the days of your life. The Lord says, because of what you have done for me, because you have favored my house, I'm also going to favor you. It is your set time to be favored. The Lord is favoring you. The Lord is opening doors for you. Higher doors. Greater doors. Higher levels. You will not, people will not understand. People will think you have gone for something. You've not gone for, what, what you have gone for is the power of God. Yes, I see that power working practically in your life. Everywhere you go. Just as Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were, were favored consistently in the kingdom, the various kingdoms that came, the Lord is favoring you in every political power that comes. You will still have favor and you will be secured on every side of it. Whether NDC is in power, MDP is in power, you will still be favored in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I see the Lord helping you. Just as the Lord helped the Lord is also helping you to become very great. The Lord is helping you. The Lord is helping you on every side. I see supply coming for you. Yes. I see smiles. Yes. You'll be smiling all the days of your life. The days of crying are over. The days of pain in your body are over. Because the Lord is taking away that pain from your body right now. In the name of the Lord. The days of depression are over. The Lord is taking away that depression right now. Yes, I see a pot on someone's head. The Lord is taking, has taken that pot away. That pot has been removed from your head. That burden has been removed from your head. That debt is cancelled in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord is cancelling debt right now. Practically, debts are being cancelled right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, because of what you have done. The Lord says, because, just because of what you have done, I'm blessing you. And for those of you who are writing exams tomorrow morning, as you have come and believe that when you come, the Lord is going to favor you. As you are going back, the Lord is going to favor you. What you study tonight into tomorrow morning is what will come. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord is favoring you and has his hands lifted on your behalf. The Lord is making you ten times better than your colleagues. This exam you will have ten times better, ten times more. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for your children and thank you for this blessing. We declare that this place is officially open. We dedicate it to you, Lord. Everything in it is yours. The blocks are yours. The cement is yours. The plastering is yours. The keyboard, every single thing that is there. The land is yours. Everything that is here, Lord, is dedicated to you. Let your presence dwell in this place. Thank you for angelic traffic consistently in this place. Thank you that every prayer made here is heard. Yes, and every prayer made here is answered to the glory of God. This place is described as the place where answers are received to every single prayer. Thank you that this is a solution center for many people. Healings happen here in the name of the Lord Jesus. Your power is felt here in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whoever comes here will feel the power of God. Yes, and the secrets of everyone's heart will be revealed to them. Thank you for answers to every single challenge in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, thank you. Yes, the Lord says this is a solution center. He's making this place a solution center. Yes, a mega church that brings solutions to many. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we declare is blessed, dedicated to you. And thank you that every single thing that is done here is done to your glory. Even in Jesus' mighty name. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can you give the Lord a shout? God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.